Hello, this is Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, Episode 8, Hip Hop and Falafel. It's a slightly extended episode this week, so sit back, relax and get your favourite sandwich in order. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And this is Rosie Rosie and and Jessica's Day Day of Fun. Hello. Hiya. So, what have we been up to? Well, um, we've stayed indoors a lot because the weather's horrible. I love this weather. Yeah. It is, no, it is fun because it's nice to be inside, like all cosy, but I do know that I have to go to the post office this day. This day. This very day, sir. This day in the year 2012, I have to go to the post office. The year of our Lord. This time last week, it was the Jubilee weekend. Yes. The weather actually perked up a little bit. It did. For the for the Monday. Not for the boats. For the boats. But, you know, they're on the river anyway, so it was essentially the water to boat ratio was leaning that way already, so a bit of rain exactly. I didn't think that mattered. And you had a Jubilee party. Yes. You had two Jubilee parties. Yes. I had, well, one at home, um, and then there was one at work as well. The next day we had a tea party. Yeah. It was fab. How many Jubilee parties did I get to go to? Not a one. Not a single party, Jessica. And not a single party was held that we day. We made our Monday one last long enough that you could enjoy the very Yeah, I, I had to work uh, one till nine. One till nine on a bank holiday. Furious. Um, and But when I got in, one of the guests was still there. I had some cake. Actually, I had two dinners because I went and had a selection of all the party food. And I didn't have to socialise to get it. So it's pretty good. I got my favourite bit of the party. Without having to put any effort in. Yeah. And then you had made a, lo- a lot of cakes when I got home. Oh, there were a lot went of on cakes. at eight o'clock that morning, and it went off at four o'clock in the afternoon. Wow! There was a there was a break in the middle for about maybe an hour, and then made mm-hmm. a number of cakes. We made scones. We made quiche. We made volatile. But more of this cake based frippery later. And um, I have been out on a date this weekend. Who did you go on that date with, Rosie? Myself. I was having a bit of a me party. Uh, I'm the last one and the first one on the dance floor. It was just me on the dance floor. It wasn't really a dance floor, it was a street. I got arrested. Um, I went out on Saturday. I had a day off. So I thought, I'm going to go and see the Zoffany exhibition that was closing that weekend at the uh, Royal Academy. Um, went to see that, made a day of it, went and traded in some of my old uh, empty pots at Lush and got a face mask. Uh, I went and bought £15 worth of knitting accoutrements. Ooh, lovely. Uh, five new stitch holders of DPNs and a needle gauge for those of you who are interested and then I went off to the Royal Academy and I took myself out for a fancy fancy lunch 10% discount with a membership card it sort of feels no matter how fancy it is if you're getting money off it slightly diminishes yeah. it well no but also um, a little feeling of smugness oh absolutely um, and I got it all wrong in my walking because I don't really know how anything connects up and I knew that from John Lewis I had to walk to the Royal Academy, but in my mind it was a different direction because I thought, I've definitely walked to John Lewis from somewhere with my friend Mavis and we go to the Royal Academy together and I know which direction it was and then I set off and was like, oh, that was the Tate. Oh, no. <laughs> so what I did was I went to Oxford Circus. I thought, I'll go to Lush. Difference. Oh, yeah. I'll go to Lush, um, which is on Regent Street. Forgot how far Lush is down Regent Street. Oh, yeah, that's miles. So it's basically, I walked from Oxford Circus to Piccadilly Circus and then I got went back to John Lewis. So I went back to Oxford Circus and then I went started going in the wrong direction so I had to go back down basically to Piccadilly Circus again to go to the Royal Academy and then I walked to Covent Garden and I thought I'm such a fool so basically I did a lot of walking but I had a lovely day uh, I bought the catalogue for the exhibition because if you go on the last weekend it's five pounds instead of 25 pounds and I bought some origami paper because I can 
Lovely. Are you going to make a thousand cranes? I don't know if there are a thousand sheets. I think I've got a hundred sheets. So okay. maybe I'll make some misshapen little Christmas vultures type things. I love I Muji like, so much. I like it a makes, paper crane. It makes me hurt. You like a paper crane? Mm. Yeah. Not very good for lifting heavy weights though, are they? No, they crumple into dust. Yeah. So I also this week went to see the film Moonrise Kingdom, which I mentioned last episode. And how much did you enjoy that? Oh my goodness. So very much. It was absolutely brilliant. I said to my friend Toby, who I went with, that it rocketed into the top ten films. My top ten films. And he are we going was to outraged. To, are we going to have to reassess our... Um, Do you know, was the Royal Tenenbaums in my top five? Well... I don't know. Next is the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, very, very good. Yeah. Um, I like Wes Anderson. Not. I think I think that's my favourite of the Wes Anderson films. Yeah. I have to admit, I actually haven't seen all of them. I've seen Rushmore. I've seen Life Aquatic. We saw a little bit of Fantastic Mr. Fox in the day. Did, yeah. Which is very weird because that's everyone's talking like a Wes Anderson film, but they're, but they're foxes. So the Royal Tenenbaums was in my top five. I might like Moonrise Kingdom more than I like the Royal Tenenbaums. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen the Royal Tenenbaums more. It's just so good. Yeah, you need to give it time. You need to let it mull, let it Let stew. it percolate. But it's about scouting as well. And I was absolutely loving any camping reference. There were all their badges. There was a bit where somebody came out wearing a blanket. And <laughs> I thought this was the most funny thing I'd ever seen. It was a packed cinema as well for a Wednesday afternoon. Because oh, we went good. on. It was about four in the afternoon. So obviously people hadn't finished work. Um... But we were, we watched it. It's like when I went to see the artist on a Wednesday afternoon. It was really busy. I think it helps that it's Orange Wednesdays, and of course it's oh, the lovely cinema. Yes. Um, but I, it was brilliant, and I'm going back this Wednesday to see the next film they're showing, which is the Woody Allen, a documentary, which looks really interesting. But my friend Toby said that he, uh, he said he was going to disown me and move because I said, do you know what I'm really looking forward to? When Woody Allen dies and I can finally buy a retrospective because he doesn't stop working. And I, I honestly don't want it to happen now. But oh, Toby said, not. I can't start watching Woody Allen films because there's no end point currently. It's just going to keep going. Yeah, it's too daunting. It's too daunting. Whereas if, you know... If you'd started at the beginning, it would be fine because they would have been meted out for you. Yeah, but now it's like there are too many, whereas I will then have a grip on how many well, there that's are. That's an astonishing lack of commitment. Well, yeah. Jessica, you have read two books. I have. One is, um, well, I've very nearly finished the second one, which is Meet Me at the Cupcake Cafe, which my dad got me for Christmas. Which I'm pretty sure if you... Because uh, I like baking. If you had a sort of uh, chiclet random generator, it would produce that book. Yes, but it's so much better than so much the chiclet I've read. I sort of stopped reading chiclet a few years ago because I realised that I'd, I'd read this story before. Um, but it's really good, actually. I also find I'm that really, a lot I'm of really the protagonists and chiclet absolutely in no way deserve the men or the success that they end I, up with. Like I, Bridget no. Jones. Oh, she's God. insufferable. She's not a Lizzie Bennet. She's Lydia Bennet. Who and can I just say is a twit? Who's, a, who's an absolute moron. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to get Mr. Darcy. No, you're going to end up with Mr. Wickham and you're going to be miserable, but you'll deserve it. Yeah. There's nothing redeeming about these women. And they, oh, I've got no financial sense. Well, that's your fault. Stop buying Hermes scarves. Well, this this book, Meet Me at the Cupcake Cafe by Jenny Colgan, um, it's really enjoyable. And the characters, I, mean, I was thinking about this yesterday, the characters are all likeable. Oh, that's nice. And you like the main character and you want her to do well. And she and like she tries hard and she... Yeah, she works very hard for the success she gets, and it's it's good. You can see that obviously she is going to end up with a cafe at some point, so it's not. Like well, a you'd huge hope spoiler. from the title as mm. well. 
Anyway, this one is really good and I'm really enjoying it. Excellent. And your other book that you've read? Um, it's called Going Out. Um, and it's... Um, is it the sequel to the sitcom Not Going Out? Yes, it is. It stars Liam McIntyre. No, it doesn't. Oh. Um, it's about a guy who um, is allergic to the sun. So in 25 years, in the 25 years of his life, he's never left the house. Surely he can go out at night? No, because his allergies are that extreme and his mother won't let him. Um, okay. but his... I'm sorry, I've seen Buffy and the vampires burn up if they go in the sun and they go out at night, okay? Um, and um, he's kind, so he's kind of a prisoner in his own house um, and, and he's nocturnal because obviously then he can just move around in his room and look, look out of the window at night. Uh, but his best friend who lives next door um, can go out, she's fine, but she's scared of everything so she doesn't like to. So she would quite like his life and he would like her life. Um, so they, they so they swap bodies. No, oh. they set off to try and find a cure. And then they swap bodies. And then they swap. But no, they don't. That's yeah. a different book. We could write that book. <laughs> we'll be rich beyond our wildest dreams. This is a brilliant idea. Contact legal. Terrible idea. I reckon I'm going to be able to in the in the future look back at the beginning of 2012 and characterise it solely by the fact that I was reading Tristram Shandy for most <laughs> of it. It is. I mean, I I first I hated it. And then I, I left it for a couple of weeks and I picked it up again. And I am enjoying it more because I think I've worked out how... It, it's a very odd book. Is it slow going? It's it's sort of enjoyably tedious in a way. Oh. And I say enjoyably, your song. My song this week. Yeah. Can you tell everybody what is your song? I believe it should be what your song is. but anyway. that That's not how the song goes. It doesn't scan. That's not what Strelton so, has written. No. Uh, my song this week is um, in a complete departure from the Elton John tribute we heard just then. Um, Get Rid of That Girl by the Donners. That was it. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. Moving Th- on. They're in 10 Things I Hate About You. No, they're not. They're in Drive Me Crazy. Oh! 10 Things I Hate About You is Letters to Cleo. Equally. Um, and the rain- they mentioned the raincoats. Equally a brilliant band. Um, the Donners, they're actually, they were still the Electrocutes when they were in. I thought they were um, the Electrocuties. No, they're the Electrocutes. Oh. When they were in Drive Me Crazy. Starring Adrian, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Starring Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. Did we see him in Wicked? Out of Entourage. No, that's Adam Garcia. <laughs> that's the one. That's Confessions a of a Teenage Drama Queen is yes. on the iPlayer. And no, it's not. Not only is it on the iPlayer, it's on our hard drive. On our recorded off Did the telly. Did you record it? Oh yeah, that's okay. going on DVD. Well, looking people. at the still on the iPlayer, the the girl in it, we're part of is Lindsay Lohan. The other girl is Kim Pine from yes, Scott Pilgrim. Yes, she is. If your life had a face, I would punch it. Uh, so okay, good, good. I'm glad it's you've seen surprisingly it. good, actually. Excellent. I haven't watched it for years, um, but Adam Garcia turns up in it as a kind of quintessential, slightly like perma drunk English rocker. I read the book of this years and years ago when I was probably about fifteen, and it's um, it's very good actually. It's great fun. But the um, there is a film made of it starring Lindsay Lohan. Let, let's move on. Never mind. Yes, it's actually quite true to the book, I seem to remember, not being outraged by it, because I'm not a fan of a film that fails to represent the book correctly. Oh, absolutely. I can't even read uh, books with movie tie-in covers. <laughs> I've got them. Why have we not done top five teen films? Right, next week, people. Coming soon yeah. to a podcast near you. In a world where there are teenage films. And we've seen all of them. Top five. Of them. Top five this week. Top fives. Sandwich fillings. Yeah, to tie in with the Jubilee theme, a sandwich filling. Is it to tie in with the Jubilee theme? Well, we were talking about what top fives we should do, and um, and I had a list of all the top fives that we might conceivably one day in the future maybe do. 
and sandwiches was quite low down on the list. Sandwiches was quite low down on the list, but we did actually seem to have managed to fill in. Somehow it's gone past albums and television characters. And I said, oh, well, we've just been talking about the Jubilee. We had sandwiches at the Jubilee. And also at that exhibition I went to, one of my favourite paintings was a painting from 1768 where there was a boy eating a sandwich. And I'm sure, obviously, sandwiches have been invented. But it was a normal scene with a boy just stuffing a sandwich in his face. It's not the kind of... um, painting portraiture subject you expect from 1768 no but he did very relaxed pictures blt and also george iii so a lot of paintings of a young george the fourth my favorite monarch so of course top five monarchs george the fourth the regent king which means he was just standing in i believe it's your turn to go first yep because it's an even numbered episode i'm gonna go in now the thing with sandwiches is it's hard to make that it's not hard to make a sandwich. Um, but Good there grief, are... you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> um, there, is, there is not so much a prestige sandwich, I would say. There's very little difference. Well, I mean, no, this is probably... There are definitely prestige sandwiches. But my top fives contain quite mundane... Oh, not mundane, quotidian, I would say. <laughs> quotidian sandwich fillings. <laughs> I see. I'm looking at your list now. I think the second one's quite... Oh, I ate a lot of those in 30th. Yeah, so, but we're going to go in big. Uh, no, we're not. We're going to go in with tuna and cucumber. Now, there's a, a classic. There's a sandwich shop in York called Browns, which has a sign outside that says makes the best sandwiches in the world. And they are correct. <laughs> they are... And I didn't have a brown sandwich till the end of second year. When I told everyone this, they were outraged. But I didn't live on the campus. Uh, a sandwich next, from Browns, yeah, not a brown, a brown bread sandwich. Yeah. Right. Um, I just wanted to clarify that for the listeners at home. Yeah, no, I eat a lot of rubbish, but I have eaten brown bread before. <laughs> I lived at the end of campus opposite to Brown's, whereas everyone living in Derwent would live next to Brown's. Oh, um, so I had my first Brown sandwich, and I said, well, I'm going to have JK came back, and I'm having my first Brown sandwich. I said, I'm having tuna, mayo, and cucumber. And everyone was like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? That's rubbish. My then-boyfriend was quite outraged <laughs> that I had gone for this choice. So I'm a vegan, and I love a tuna and cucumber sandwich. Obviously not in to the eat, past. in concept, in memory. But, I mean, those Brown sandwiches, and that tuna and cucumber... It's just incredible. I think also I ate a lot of sandwiches that were just peanut butter or just plain ham. So any uh, sandwich which has taken more, more than, than one, one ingredient, ingredient is a treat With to a me. bit of a crunch to it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got brie, bacon and cranberry sauce. That's not messing around there. That is a good sandwich. I had it uh, for the first time in a cafe in Edinburgh. What's slightly frightening is that I'm able to recall the first time <laughs> I had various sandwich fillings. Um, I was out in a cafe and I thought, I'm going to try this. And my life was changed. And then I ate them all the time in second and third year. I have a question. Yeah. Do you make it with toast or do you make it with bread? I make it with toast. Because then, it holds together better. Do you put a toothpick with a little flag on the end of No, it because it? I don't tend to put enough in. Oh. But... um. What you do is you toast your bread. Oh, it's just for decorative purposes. I mean, you take the little toothpick with the flag on out to eat it otherwise. Oh, I thought that was like the garnish. <laughs> um, so you toast your bread, cranberry sauce as, instead of spread. You cut the brie, you slice it from the front. So you uh, originally you're cutting it along the wedge, so they're slightly very thin triangles. Right, yes. And then when it's thick enough, you start just slicing it. And then you lay those out so they tessellate across the bread. And then you do three slices of bacon, I'd say. And you put it across. Because if you do the two, they don't meet in the middle. Whereas if you have the third, you, you overlap it. I, yeah, you need full coverage. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, toast on top. Crush, crush, crush. Yum, 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 yum. yum, yum. Uh, Milky Way spread. Dirty. I don't think I've had that for approximately 14 years. Can you still get that? I doubt it. But I remember 
we did not have chocolate spread as children. No. Um, this is why I now think that a genuine uh, gastronomic treat is having a jar of Nutella and dipping kettle chips in it. But chocolate spread was something we did not have. And I remember when we would go to Tesco for the big Saturday shop, we'd get donuts, we'd come home. I've lost 11 pounds, it's fine. Um, and there, was this, there was Milky Way spread and Snickers spread. Oh, the Snickers spread was good. Oh, yeah. And trying that, actually, I might... Do you know what? I'm going to change the Milky Way for Snickers. Mid-top five. This has never <laughs> happened. Controversial move. I'm going to move... Milky Way is now a uh, an honourable mention in the Snickers spread because that's got chocolate, that's got caramel, and that's got peanuts. In it's a sandwich. got protein in it. Yeah, exactly. That's it's got, got good fats. Your essential fats. I wish you wouldn't say that about me, but never mind. I'm not saying you're essentially fat. I mean, essentially, I'm saying you're fat. Right, so your next choice is... The ham salad. Mm. Now, I eat a lot of packed lunches. We may have mentioned this before. Rosie loves a packed lunch. I love a packed lunch, actually. I find it really satisfying when you get it all nicely lined up and it's got exciting things in yeah, it. Yeah, but even if I'm at home having lunch... I have basically a packed lunch on a plate, so yeah, I stack this, is true. this up. I witness this for myself. You, you've got to get it all ready first. A lunch is disrupted if you make your sandwich, then you go and get your yogurt, then you eat your yogurt. You've got to go and get a spoon. So what you do is before you start, you have your plate. You make your sandwich. You cut it in half. You stack it up to br- free up room on the plate. Yep. Apple, banana, uh, maybe a slice of cake or a tracker bar or a tea bread, uh, a yogurt. Put that on now. You know, you might say, do you want the bottom of the yoghurt pot that's been on the fridge shelf on your plate? But it's not going to touch because things don't move on the plate, so it's fine. Uh, You get your spoon, you have a glass of water. I'm not proud. Have a glass of water. Um, And because I've been doing this at home as a grown-up now, we're not doing any old sandwich. I'm talking ham salad. And so, and not square ham, round ham that looks like it's actually come from a leg. Um, So you put that... uh, come from it ooh that's I don't want to eat meat ever again now um so you have that and you put lettuce you put cucumber in maybe you don't use spread you use mayonnaise because it's just these little things that raise the sandwich above being what I ate a lot in first year one of my flatmates said the abiding memory of me was running into the kitchen slice of bread squeezing marmite fold it in half run out the door you can squeeze who knew you could put apply marmite while moving um so that's tell you what that's brilliant for um if you're at a festival Squeeze Marmite, pack a mini pit of breads, just sit in the tent. Just excellent. So a ham salad. And my final choice is the Christmas triple decker. Now, when people are doing their Christmas shop, you might say, have we got the chestnuts? Have we got the cranberries? Have we got the turkey? For me, it's have we got the Hellman's mayonnaise and a loaf of white bread. It'd be we, cheap white sliced. We have a bread maker. Sliced white. But it doesn't have to be cheap sliced white. It just and be the sliced a good white. sliced white. Um, and then a thick, a thick slice, a thick or uh, medium. You kind of need thick to support it. So I don't like going to other people's houses for Christmas dinner in case there aren't sufficient leftovers. Rosie for me gets to very, eat. very anxious. I do genuinely get dinner. anxious about what I'm going to do. So you have to have this on. You have this for your Christmas tea. Although sometimes you don't need it. Slice cake. Go to bed. It's fine. But definitely Boxing Day and maybe the twenty seventh. But to be fair, the way our family does Christmas dinner is if anyone is going to anyone else's house. Someone will cook a spare turkey. Yeah, we have spare a spare goose. We cook spare turkeys in case there aren't enough leftovers. One of one of usually we have a turkey specifically so that there are leftovers. Which is ridiculous because there are inevitably leftovers from the first turkey, so then we just have this, a whole turkey. This year there were fifteen of us. We had a spare turkey anyway. I don't think we touched it on Christmas I Day. I don't think we did. That's that you see, that's a first world problem, so, isn't it? Yeah. We have a, a gammon on Christmas Eve um, Christmas Eve lunch. And uh, so what you do with your sandwich, now you can you can put it together in any way, but obviously you want to spread the meat across the two layers because it's a triple decker. So you need to put in bread sauce, cranberry sauce, 
So maybe you'll put one in each layer. You've got gammon, you've got turkey, you've got bacon from the outside of turkey, you've got chipolatas. I would slice them and uh, fold them out. Yeah. Um, you've got lettuce, you've got cucumbers, maybe. Maybe not. Mayonnaise, obviously. And crunch. And added Do you crunch. need the skins on the cucumbers? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get back to that when, when I do my list. Um, any other bits and bobs you've got around, really? If it fits in the sandwich, bring it in. Preferably it's meaty. If it's meat or if it's a sauce, it's got instant qualification. I can't tell you how much I like bread sauce. Oh my goodness. I introduced uh, someone to bread sauce last summer and we'd cooked a, a roast dinner, but then we watched Man V Food and we were absolutely stuffed and we were sitting watching Man V Food saying, oh God, I want to eat more. I wish I could <laughs> eat more. And um, I'm sure homemade bread sauce is all very well. Packet bread sauce. I nice. like it out of the packet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing about here. So those are my top five sandwiches. I realised I just spent about a quarter of my life now talking about sandwiches and you didn't believe me that it was going to be a good topic oh my greyhounds it's the best topic we've done right jessica top fives top fives top fives my first one peanut butter and jam a pbj a pb and j a seminal classic i don't think i need to explain the concept of peanut butter and jam it's right there in the title it's sweet it's salty you put peanut butter you put jam it's like a kettle chip and a nutella it's a winner every time and you can do crunchy or you can do smooth. Personal preference. I don't mind. Play around with it, see what you like. I go for smooth, but... Yeah, I, I prefer a crunch, I think. I enjoy a sandwich with a ga- uh, jammy filling, like jam or peanut butter, where you can take a bite and sort of suck it. Right, so like a, a sort of a paste situation. Not, not a paste sandwich, because yeah. you can't get this. Not sandwich paste. Oh. Anyway, I've never had that. Um, there was some in the uh, in the Isle of Waitrose just next to the Spam that we brought bought the other day for the uh, Jubilee party as a hilarious joke. We got very carried away doing the food job. We came back with um, tinned salmon and uh, and spam. In case of emergency, break glass. Speaking of Jubilee tea parties, cucumber sandwich. Mm-hmm. You cannot go wrong with a cucumber sandwich. It's dainty, it's refined, but you can layer it up and have a kind of a beefy one for lunch. No, no. You see, I like the concept of the cucumber sandwich, but there's, it's like it's like wearing a three-piece suit and forgetting to put your trousers on. No, I not. see. It's very refined, but you there's need, something missing. You know, you, the, the trick is to get enough... Um, now, I don't eat butter, so spread. Sorry, butter aficionados, but, but spread. You need enough um, spread in there that you can notice oh, okay. it's there. Because sometimes, the, you know, cucumber can be very watery if it's not thick enough. Oh, no, you and need, I think you you need, need a generous the, and I think a you generous need the skins slice. on to keep it together. Yes, you need the skins on because it adds that crunch. Yeah, because otherwise... I like crunchy sandwiches. Otherwise, it's like... Oh, you know, a limp handshake of a sandwich. Slimy. But you can do very lovely, dainty um, sandwiches where you slice, do it as an open sandwich, put the spread on, slice the cucumber thinly, maybe with a um, a, a peeler, in long slices, yep. like going down the length of the cucumber, um, line layer them up on the sandwich in stripes, then cut out a shape using a cookie cutter, maybe a flower, maybe just a, a round. Just you have too much time on your hands. Well, you know. If you're going to do a tea party, jolly well do it properly. That's what I say. Okay. <clears throat> Hummus and tomato. Bit of cracked black pepper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you looked yeah. doubtful until I, I added the black, black pepper. Uh, yes, my next one. Slightly leading on from the first, but um, I think even better. Peanut butter, banana and chocolate spread. I mean, that is what killed Elvis Presley, yeah, but plus more heart-killing uh, stuff. He deep-fried his and ate, like, 15 of them in one sitting. Yeah. The trick with these... Now, I eat um, kosher chocolate spread because there's no dairy in it. Yep. Which is brilliant. Um, yes, you, the trick is to make these in the morning, wrap them in foil, 
put them in your bag until lunchtime. And by the time you come to eat your packed lunch, they are just the best thing you've ever encountered because the, the, um, you put the, the peanut butter on one slice of bread, the chocolate spread on the other, slice out the banana, put it in the middle, create it like a sandwich, stuff it in the foil, it becomes kind of smushed together a little bit. Yeah, coagulates. Oh my god, it's brilliant. Just, I can't, I can't describe enough how wonderful the sandwich is. And the best thing to do is eat it on a train in front of all your friends who are a bit peckish. <laughs> uh, smug. Anyway. <laughs> Last one, salad and mayo. Vegan mayo. It's like basically... Just wh- salad and oil. mayo? Yeah. Is these a... You haven't heard what's is... going in the salad yet. Okay. Lettuce, cucumber, tomato. A little bit of sweet corn if you... Oh. Grated carrot. But this, this is again. To be honest, is... I usually stick with the with the salad trifecta, which is lettuce, cucumber, and tomato. Well, obviously that's the basis of any salad. Bit of mayo, jobs are good. Un. I just feel like that's the ham salad sandwich I wanted, but, but minus the important bit. I, if I wasn't a vegan, there would probably be cheese in there, or maybe ham, maybe tuna. I do like things with salad, but um, I think it can work well on its own. Or oh, layer of hummus just down one side. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Honorable mentions. Well, where do I even begin? We'll start with yours because okay. I feel like my need my needs a run up. I think we need. Well, to I might go people. for Lee while you're doing yours. Um, smoked salmon good. sandwiches. We have those on Christmas Eve. Now yeah. you wouldn't think Christmas food and sandwiches, but I really do. Every Christmas, you have Eve, to have the Christmas Eve tea. We have smoked salmon. It's one of my favourite parts of Christmas. And uh, so it's all about the smoked salmon sandwiches, Milky Way spread. We've done that. Um, now we haven't discussed bread. No, we haven't. All of the ones I've listed so far have been on a slice white. Uh, you could do a slice wholemeal. I'm not so much a fan of brown bread, but a wholemeal... Mm. I like a wholemeal, something with bits in. Bits in. Not what I like in the yoghurt, what I like in a loaf. A hoisin duck wrap. Now, I wouldn't make this at home, but any sandwich outlet, I am testing your hoisin duck wrap. Now, mostly, uh, the Pret-a-Manger one is not sealed. The um, So, oh, so it just... You can't... It's hoisin... Hoisin, if you've got any kind of dry skin, it really stings. Um, but the Marks and Spencer one they used to do, it was all folded in, then sliced in half. Whereas it's just sort of insipidly wrapped round and it's open at either end. That's rubbish. Oh, well, it's going to fall out. You can't have it open at either end. The That's just a tube. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a bit of guttering. Full of a duck. That's a drain pipe with a duck in. sandwich in it. Now, the Boots one, quite good. But the uh, meal deal itself was very good, so it raised it above the much expensive one. It was a very cheap say, meal deal. I don't think I've ever eaten a boot sandwich. It was only once because I was in Edinburgh and we were very hungry, and then uh, the food. person I was with fell down a verge. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it. So I would like a hoisin duck wrap. Now, also, the submarine roll. Oh, yes. Now, this ties into the ham salad because I've, whenever I've we go, another one, actually, we go on, say, a picnic, we go to an all day folk festival, for example, we go uh, to a museum uh, in the summer holidays. I mean, I'm talking about when I'm eight years old here. And we're bringing sandwiches. Sometimes we lose our heads and we buy submarine rolls as a sort of special thing. My mum will come down from Marks and Spencer's and she'll say, I've got submarine rolls. Now we've got bread in the house. Now other high street retailers are available. Why would you buy your submarine rolls anywhere else? it has to be a Marks and Spencer's submarine roll. Now last uh, Edinburgh, I I, last Fringe, I existed almost entirely on uh, Tesco submarine rolls. And they were fine. They weren't Marks and Spencer's. They they did the job and I saved a lot of money. Um, But a submarine roll really elevates a ham salad sandwich. Anything. Put it in a submarine roll. It feels like you've actually, rather than going, bit peckish, what have I got around the house? You've bought a submarine roll. Always in the same Tupperware that you can fit loads of sandwiches in that we would take on car journeys and yeah, stuff as well. Yeah, or to the science museum. Or to the, yeah, on a picnic. 
Always the same giant Tupperware. Jessica. Rosie. Well, I've got two honourable mentions. One is some sort of falafel wrap or panini. We Ooh. haven't covered the panini yet, but I was about to say we haven't done a hot sandwich this week. Croque Monsieur! Croque Monsieur. Good grief. Good grief. Where do you stand on the croque madame? Uh, well, I wouldn't. It's a sandwich. Um, it'd fall over. We had croque monsieur's first in France. I would really recommend the Starbucks croque monsieur panini because it has mustard in it. Ooh. And it really... And it's the kind of... The cheese is almost a bechamel, I would say. Right, yes. It really elevates it. Yeah, it's like a bechamel. Very good. And there's a sort of... Mm, a piquant flavour from the mustard. Rachel Koo did um, a croque monsieur muffin. Oh, on, no. In the little Paris Kitchen programme. Now, I would... I do have a muffin favourite, but I don't know if it counts as a sandwich. Well, it was... It was... It wasn't any muffin mixture at any point, but yeah. it was a muffin tin, like an American muffin. Oh, I'm talking English breakfast ah, muffin. Ah, but you could do that though. But it was an American muffin tin, um, and you lined the 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 muffin bits with um, greaseproof paper. Yeah. And then you lined that with a slice of bread, then put ham in, yeah. then then she put the oh no no then bechamel sauce, then Gruyere cheese, and then popped it under the grill. That's good. But you could do a croque madame, you just crack an egg crack over the top of it. Jobs are good. My muffin, which I'm not bluffing with, by the way. English breakfast muffin. Slice it in half. Pop it under the grill with some sliced cheese on it. Cheddar, but you don't want low-fat cheddar because that doesn't melt. About a minute before it's done, tin pineapple ring, put it in. Now, you don't want it to heat up because you don't want to cook or grill mm. the pineapple ring, but you don't want it to be too cold. So you just put it in so it's warm. It's at an ambient temperature. Right, yes. So and you would have to charge tax on it, would you? Yeah, uh, to myself. It's a nightmare at the end of the financial year. Take it out, you get two. Now, I ate this a lot at the university as well, and my housemate said, this looks very strange. And he tried it. It, com- it sounds awful, but as soon as you feed somebody, they are completely converted. Good. Now, your final honourable mention. My final honourable mention. Should I divert it away from because we got distracted by talking about hot sandwiches yeah. leading on from the falafel. You see a falafel wrap cold, falafel panini. Brilliant. Yeah. Next step up. The toasted sandwich, the humble sandwich toaster. And I think this could work with a number of things you find in the fridge, but leftover shepherd's pie in a toasted sandwich. I rest my case. You're yep. crazy. You're all stunned into amazement. I can't say any more about it. It's just brilliant. So, that was our top five sandwiches. I'm really hungry now. Right, anyway. So, my song. Uh, I would like Ooh La La by The Faces. I watched Rushmore the other day, and that's at the end. I tried to watch it to cheer myself up. By the end of the night, I was in an absolute raging fury. <laughs> but it's a great film, and it's a great song, and it's a great song to end the film. Brilliant. Sit down and shut the folk up. All right? All right. The Devil and Me by The Albion Band. So, this is our... Uh, intermittent feature where we pick a folk song for the whole episode now that is from Albion Heart yes I believe you're right I would say that's one of my favourite albums okay interesting noted well I'll just make I'll just make a note of that there yeah that's all written down there I mean that is like a picture of Wally drawn by a drunk child (laughs) that is a good song and that is a good album Needle Unfed Needle Unfed now my jumper Ongoing, obviously. Yep. It's now looking a bit like a jumper, would you say? Good. Yeah, um, it's kind of jumpery-ish shape. It, well, it's a jumper without a front. It doesn't have a yoke. Um, it doesn't have a yoke yet. So it's sort of a back and a front and some sides and some sleeves, but nothing to attach the sleeves to each other, if that makes now, sense. Now, earlier, I comically put it on because it's knitted in the round, so I had a sort of... The stomach was done, and then the back and this the back of the sleeves were just hanging off. 
Um, but and I went ran down to show Jessica, but she was in bed, so <laughs> I didn't get to her. But um, I've had a bit of an issue with it in the last few days, in that I keep. Well, firstly, I messed it up in a way that no one can work out how I did it. Oh, brilliant! Um, it was very strange, but uh, you're working with sleeves, and you're meant to start knitting, and then you leave a number of stitches on the end on stitch markers on stitch holders, so that it it gets slightly to a point to rise up to your neck. Okay, yeah. And because you're obviously alternating as you knit along, um, I got to one end and I was about to put the second... No, I was about to put the first set on, but there were already two sets of stitches left on the other holder. So I'd obviously missed one at one point, and then as if I'd worked all along and forgotten yeah. to put it on. But then I unravelled it a bit, and it didn't make any sense. So I frogged it slightly further than I was meant to, but knitted it all back up. And then yesterday I went, right, I'll knit. And uh, went, no, this is wrong. This is still wrong. Frogged it. It was definitely right. Um, so now knitting back up to where I was. It's because I can't do... I've never really read rep knitting patterns before and it was very confusing to me. Now that I understand it, it's incredibly simple. But oh, um, I got a bit confused. I might have a go. I might knit a black one to wear to work. Yeah. I'm doing another tea cosy. I had to frog some of that yesterday. It's not been a successful week. Frog-wise, it's been pretty bad. Um, the reason being, I'm using a wool, the kind of wool that um, has lots of different colours in it. Yeah. Um, and you need two balls of wool for this, these tea cosies. So I'm using one that's lots of different colours and one that's cream. Unfortunately, at a couple of points in this wool, in the multicoloured wool, it has a cream bit. So it becomes slightly confusing. So I ended up with, um, you kind of get a, um, a ribbed stripe effect. And... Um, some of the stitches ended up on the wrong stripe. I yeah. changed colour too early. As you, know, They're supposed to all be eight stitches wide, and I suddenly found myself with a couple that were seven and a couple that went, were nine, and it was a yeah. bit off. Um, so I had sort of frogged it back, worked out where I'd first done that, worked out how I'd done it, continued it all hunky-dory. I knitted a few more rows. I've gone oh, into the turquoise. First, the, the only colours that were appearing... When you look at the ball of wool, it's lots of exciting, lovely colours that work well together. It was a bit vomorama. It's a bit, yeah, it was a bit vom- vomitricious. Yes, so all I had was orange, green, like a packet of Tic Tacs. Other mints are available. And um, a kind of mossy... Um, and it just it wasn't very aesthetically pleasing. It made me feel, honestly, a little bit unwell. It was sort of the wrong side of kitsch. Yes, it was... It wasn't camp fun kitsch. It was, oh it was, dear. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but it's looking good now. It's looking good now. Now it's got some pink, it's got some purple, it's got some turquoise, it's got some cream. It's It's, it's fine. And also this week... You, for the Jubilee party, cut up my old laundry bag and made some bunting. Yes, I did. I made Austerity Make Do Men's Bunting. Because I was going to recycle that bag. Yeah, because the um, the fabric had worn through around the drawstring. Now It's the, pink gingham. It's what fab. we were thinking, you could either um, cut a hole in it, make a skirt. Yes. Make an apron. Yes. Bin it. <laughs> we made bunting. No, I made bunting. Um, I'm really pleased with that, actually. So, cakes. Cakes. Did you take any pictures of them? Not a one. Uh, yeah, we had fruit loaves, we had a Victoria sponge, we had a coffee cake, we had... Two different types of scone. We had um, quiche Lorraine. We had mushroom volivants. We had uh, tuna and sweet corn volivants. We had cheese and pineapple on sticks. We had cocktail sausages on sticks. We went for a retro spread. Sticks stuck in half a melon. Stuck in, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Half. No, it was in half a grapefruit. That's it. Like a hedgehog. Um, um, what did I have? I had a bowl of soup from so my work. fun. Um, but then you decorated the cupcake, the fairy cakes for um Yeah, work. I did. Um, some of them, I... I I split the mixture in two, and some of them were chocolate chip. They were all, all vanilla, just normal, I guess, yellow cake. Yeah. For all of our American listeners out there. Um, just a normal, a normal yeah. fairy cupcake. A normal fairy cake. Just Victoria sponge. sponge. Just sponge. Just sponge. Some of them were chocolate chip, and some of them I put a blob of jam in the middle before I baked it, so they had jam sealed into the centre. 
very nice. Um, and then I decorated a third of them blue, a third of them red, a third of them white. For the tricolour. For the tricolour. And then I arranged them in the tricolour, like the front of Buckingham Palace. Very uh, nice. Inside the tin. And they were glittery, I should point that out. Oh, that I didn't know. I was going to do sort of little flowers and stuff. And no, then no, no. I just, I didn't have time. I couldn't be bothered. So, um, yeah. No, no, no. What we've seen this week. Well, what we've seen this week is a video of hip-hop line dancing. And it's... Uh, I couldn't work out when I was watching it if it was real. Oh, it's real. Or if it was a joke. No, it's real. From a longer video, but someone's edited oh, it Oh, someone's together to edited it, it together to make it funnier. It's. I mean, the content itself, editing aside. Um, it's... What year was it made? I can't work out because... I wish it was hip-hop. It's been around for ages. It looks like the early 90s to me. Yeah, I'd say the early 90s. There's people... There's... It's like a line dancing instructional video. Judging by video. The, the layering going on in the out, some of the outfits. Yeah. So it's uh, and the fact that there's a girl wearing a top with the shoulders cut out of it, and an instructional video for how to do line dancing, but inspired by hip hop. And unfortunately, I do a lot of those moves when I'm out dancing. Check it out. We'll put a link in the show notes on the blog. And um, I also really recommend Moonrise Kingdom. So go and see that in cinemas near you. I shall. Now, this week, I am going on Holly Bob's. I'm going back to my beloved city of York Yay. Um, to see Panto, uh, I'm seeing Hercules by, uh, well, it's by the writer's circle, but by my good friend Luke Malkin. Uh, I'm going to see my friend is directing Godspell. Very excited. And uh, yeah, so I'm going for a couple of days. It's my first time I've ever taken an official holiday from a job. So I'm very That's excited. very exciting, isn't it? And you will hear all about this in a fortnight's time. Okay, so we will be back. Uh, you can find all the show notes on the blog. Why not review us on iTunes? Yeah. Why not? And click like and give us as many stars as you can possibly find. And tweet at us and send me presents in the post. You don't have to do that. You don't know where we live. That would be ridiculous. But we know where you live. <laughs> Bye. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!